Oh, we're live. Blog Talk Radio. So we're live. We're on live on Facebook. We're live on Blog Talk Radio. We're live all over the place. Hey, guys. And, um, and this is Adam. And uh, Hey, you Bert, you thanks for using Yeah. Make a little bit of adjustments. You're listening to the Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best. In business and life, we have a very special guest and mentor of mine, as I get set up here, Bert Martinez. I've known this guy for years. I've loved him, and I've loved to hate him. But he is amazing. He has such a unique way of seeing things and discussing things, and he's so out of the box constantly. I'm amazed when I talk to you, Bert, on the phone. And you come up with an idea, I'm like, oh, why didn't I think of that? But, you know, he's, he's always working on it. Um, we wanted to talk today. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, your experience, your history. And you know, I posted the information I got from sure. you. But tell us a little bit about yourself. And I apologize, guys, just real quick. We have a few technical difficulties, so things might not sound or see, might not see things as well as they were. But here we are. So anyway, thanks thanks for coming down here. You flew all the way down from uh, from uh, Salt Lake City, so it's good good to see you. And um, thank you, thank uh, you for having such nice weather for me. Yeah, seventy five uh, degrees here today. Yeah, yeah. we had to turn on the air conditioner in the car. Yep. So, I had to take uh, my jacket off. I'm like, yeah. Wow. So uh, a little bit about me. Um, let's see. I've been in, uh, an entrepreneur since about the age of. Uh, 16 or 17, you know, doing stuff like a lot of people did, paper routes and selling stuff door to door. Um, let's see, uh, for the last 20 years, I've been in the consulting space, primarily business and marketing, and, you know, written a few books, um, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to work with some really big names. Names like Google, um, you know, CBS, uh, media. Um, currently, uh, I'm, I'm doing a project for James Kahn uh, that's coming up in May. Uh, you know, I had mentioned earlier that I'm doing a project uh, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger coming up in March. So if you want to come out and meet Arnold, I'll personally introduce you to Arnold. You guys can come out, take pictures, um, and it's for his charity called After School All-Stars. And we raise uh, uh, money to support his charity. And he currently is helping about uh, 250,000 kids uh, have a better future. And so After School All-Stars, I'm just going to plug this. um, It's afterschoolallstars.org. And they help kids uh, who would, you know, back in when I was, they were called latchkey kids, right? They go home. There's nobody there. And typically, as kids, that's when we get them in the most trouble when we're by ourselves. Mm. And so, uh, after explains school, a lot of things. It explains a lot. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> so, after school, all stars gives those kids a place where they can go, do their homework, be around positive people, mm. and then their parents can pick them up. And there's no charge or uh, no cost to the parents. So it's a great program. After school, all stars. Check them out. And if you want to come out and meet Arnold. It'd be great. We're doing it in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, besides Arnold, uh, there's going to be about another 10 celebrities there. And 
possibly uh, LeBron James will be there. Uh, That's great. Yeah, so it's going to be a lot of fun. And, so so and, what if people and, haven't heard of Arnold Schwarzenegger? Who is he? Uh, if you haven't heard of Arnold, just Google him. Arnold, just I think if you Google Arnold, oh, you'll, that's you'll pretty look, impressive. Yeah, right? yeah, pretty impressive. So, so uh, now you've yeah. been a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger for years. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and um, hey, Edith. Um, so I've been a fan of Arnold. You know, one of the things that drew me to Arnold was uh, the fact that he was an immigrant and he had come from uh, Germany. Uh, Austria and uh, and I came from Cuba, so I immediately had a connection because he is, like I said, an, an immigrant. And um, uh, then the second thing that draws people, I think, to Arnold is the fact that he's such a high achiever. Mm-hmm. He sets these he's such a high achiever. Yeah, he he sets these ridiculous goals and then he makes them happen. And, and I remember when he was retiring from bodybuilding, he said, and he told everybody, I'm going to go into the movies, and uh, it's been great being a bodybuilder, and thank you so much. And, all. and I'm thinking, man, who's going to hire this guy? He can barely speak English. His accent is ridiculous. He's got this obnoxiously long name. And sure enough, he, you know, he was in the financial position to wait. He didn't have to take, uh, you know, first they were offering him your typical uh, muscle head type uh, uh, roles, you know, mm-hmm. like the uh, bad guy or the oh, bouncer yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Saw, and he would take a them. clip of him on some show. I can't remember some real popular show back in the day. It's one of his first appearances. And he came in as a massage therapist. Yes. Uh, Lucille that? Ball. Yeah, I think uh, it I was Lucille, Lucille Ball. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The second show, though. Yeah. Well, that's why I was like, it was in color and stuff. And yeah. So I remember the husband was like, what? You're getting massage from him? He's like, yeah. You know, but he he didn't seem horrible. No, no. Like the 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 character that they gave him fit. Yeah, it wasn't. Character. It wasn't. Uh, it was a fun role. It wasn't uh, a your typical you know whatever type role. So anyway, he he did that. Uh, he and and he. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but his first big movie was a movie called uh, Stay Hungry, and Stay Hungry was nominated for a golden globe at the same time as Rocky was. Mm. And you guys probably never heard of stay hungry, but you've heard of Rocky. So it goes to show you happen. So, so anyway, so, but bottom line is Schwarzenegger knows how to achieve consistency. Just ignore that. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know and, how that works. Yeah. And, and that is a thing that is fascinating mm. uh, for any, you know, for, Anybody who can consistently play at that high level is amazing. And, you know, we've seen athletes uh, who are great at being athletes. You know, they're great football players or boxers or whatever their profession was. And then they get, and then they have uh, no ability to the, you know, to whatever next thing is. And Schwarzenegger is in that very rare breed of athletes that were able to transition into something else in this case, uh, um, movies. And prior to all that, you know, he had a mail order business. He made his first million dollars in real estate. Uh, and then people don't know that. The people don't know that. Well, and well, he's famous. Right. And I think the thing that, uh, him and I have talked about is one of the reasons that he's been able to be so successful is because back in the day, being the number one bodybuilder in the world, 
uh, he would train for a whole year for this, and he would win like a thousand dollars. You know, which is nothing. Yeah, yeah. Even then. Even then, a thousand bucks was like nothing, right? It it was more then, but still. Right. And so, what do we say then for listeners that are younger that don't know when is then? We're talking nineteen seventy. Seventy. So in the seventy. Yeah. So my dad, I know, bought his brand new Maverick car. Give you perspective. Brand new Maverick, like a Mustang, but a different version of Mustang, the Ford, for two thousand dollars and. $2,200. $2,200. Yeah. Cash. Yeah. He bought it cash. Cash. Right? right. Brand new. Right? Brand new. That's 10% of what you could buy a new car, some new cars of now. I don't right. know how much a Mustang is, but it's probably 25, 30, 35,000 now. Yeah. It's in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, again, one of the reasons that I talked about, I talk about Arnold in my book, Dominating Your Mind, and you can get it for free at dominatingyourmind.com, or you can buy it on Amazon for $20. And and the reason I talk about him is because the guy is able to literally dominate his mind. He's able to control his fears. He's able to control his doubts. And and he constantly achieves at this level. And I think that's the thing that uh, inspires me, draws me to him. And, you know, there's, there's very few people like Schwarzenegger in the sense that he's gone from, you know, success to success to success, you know, from, from athletics to movies, to politics, um, and, and and now he does his philanthropy. Um, so uh, anyway, so check it out. After school all stars. He was the governor of the state. Governor of the, the big I think it's the fifth or sixth largest economy in the world. In the world. Yeah. In the world. So uh, yeah, he does that, and a lot of people don't know this. Uh, he has the largest the the world's biggest fitness contest fitness event in the world it's in all the continents it's bigger than the, than the olympics and it has um something like 55 events uh 30,000 competitors and 300,000 people or 200,000 people come to check it out every year that's just here in the US and of course he's in Africa he's in he's uh in uh in England he's in uh all the continents and um and that's in March, right? Uh the one in Columbus, Ohio is in March. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So tell us a bit about dumb. So dumb. Being dumb. Dumb. How do you say I, I say dumb goals. Dumb goals dumb are smart. Goal. Dumb, dumb goals, goals are, smart. are smart. Dumb goals are smart. So the D in dumb uh it stands for several things, but the main thing it stands for is that you have to be daring. It has to be a goal that scares you a little bit and excites you a lot. So maybe it scares you twenty percent and 80% excitement. So it's got to be daring. It's got to be distinctive. In other words, it can't be something like, I want to lose weight. Be specific. I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to gain 20 pounds or whatever it is. And then it's something that you have to uh, be able to, or desire, I would say, to look at every day. Uh, I think goals work best when you look at them every day. And I mentioned earlier that Grant Cardone taught me something that I do, and that is he writes his goals down every day. Mm. And I asked Grant one day, hey, so, so when something doesn't go your way and when you fail, uh, how do you pick yourself back up? So that's easy. I just, I just write out my goals. I thought, oh, that's, that's interesting because now you're focused on stuff that gets you excited. So, mm. so uh, if, if you're really committed, then you want to write your goals every day. If you're, not, you know, if you're just somewhat committed, then look at them every day. Um, I would show well, you I have well, them on my phone. Right now, wait, you bring up a good uh, point. What's the point of being somewhat committed to your goals? 
Why would well, you I was being better? sarcastic. So meaning that some people are saying, man, I don't want to write my goals every day. Well, you know, that's, that, that might be okay. I think re- looking at your goals and reading them every day is probably good. I think maybe if you're super committed, then you're going to write them out like Grant does. Uh, and if you're, I don't know, mediocre, you may, you may check out your goals once a week, once a month. A month. And if you're average or below average, you're going to check them out once a year. So they call that resolutions. Yeah, New Year's resolutions. So, so, you know, but but bottom line is, so what do we have? We have distinctive, we have daring. No, we have daring, distinctive. um, Daily and delegate. Thank you. Delegate. So in some cases, in order for us to achieve our goals, we have to be – we have to delegate them. We have to, um, I don't think you can achieve a big goal without some delegation, mm-hmm. unless it's a super personal goal, such as, um, let's say, a fitness goal. And in that case, you might be able to delegate some of the food uh, meal planning, right? You get, a, you get a meal, you get somebody to prep your meals for you or something like that. Sure, sure. But that's not, not everyone can do that. If you're making an average income, you can necessarily uh, have someone take care of your uh, that that might be true, uh, but again, I'm just giving that as an example. Sure, so, sure. So then the the U and dumb is stands for united. It really has to be something that you are that it's uh, united within your value system. So if you have a value system that says um, money is evil, chances of you making your money goal come true are going to be slim because you're not united in your value. You're, you may have to change your value system. Um, if, um, uh, so, so anyway, I, I just, I'll just move on. So we have you for United and then M in dumb is for, it has to be measurable like all goals do. And in some cases you have to get a mentor. And one of the things that I like to do sometimes to help me stay excited about my goals is I like to be a mentor to other people. So that can be fun too. So, it's got to be measurable, and sometimes you need help. It could be a mastermind, it could be a mentor, a coach, somebody to help you. And then B is belief-driven. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, behavior and belief-driven. So this is uh, something I realized when I was uh, in sales is that I would write a goal to close 10 deals in a week, okay, or whatever it was. Um, but closing 10 deals puts – a lot of pressure on me as a salesperson and I can't control really that everybody I meet is going to buy from me, right? You can't control their behavior, but you can control yours. Sure. That's why they talk about sales funnels and the time it takes to close and how many people you have to have in your sales funnel and bring them into your sales funnel and the tunnel and all this stuff. Right. 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 So basically that's a long way of saying what you just said. Right. Basically. But what you can control, back to behavior driven, is you can control, I'm going to make 100 phone calls today, or I'm going to make 100 phone calls every day. And if I make 100 phone calls every day, I'll get my, you know, let's say it's uh, 30 appointments. And out of those 30 appointments, I'm going to, I have a pretty good chance of closing 10 of them. So that's what I mean by behavior. Uh, focus on your behavior, not necessarily on the results. Uh, because if you focus on the behavior, the results will come. Uh, and then, of course, as I mentioned, belief-driven. So kind of in connection with being united with your values, your belief dictate everything. So, again, you have 
uh, let's say you have this burning desire uh, to make a lot of money, but the most money you've ever made is, let's say, $100,000 in a year, and you think, you know, that making more than 100 grand a year is like way out of your it's not conceivable. It's not con- yeah, it's How inconceivable. Can, yeah, it's so much job, money. It's like it's the it's the old thing. You have a job that you make a hundred grand a year at. How can you make more? Right. And you work sixty hours. And you work sixty hours, and you're maxed out, and you have family and kids and all that. So you know, so if you believe you can't do it, then you probably won't. Uh, so everything is comes down to your belief and your behavior, um, and so that's why I came up with dumb, and I'm working on a whole system called. Selling dumb or dumb selling, dumb selling, dumb selling, which is um, I'm not going to get into it, but it, it's it's uh, an alignment with dumb goals, and you know, bottom line is we as achievers, as go getters, uh, as people, we're able to control what we think about and what we focus on, and we can also control what we behave like. Uh, somebody makes you mad, well, you can get upset about it, or you can forgive them. We're, we're in charge of that. Um, and it takes work. It takes work. It takes and, work. And Absolutely. You know, I talk about how you build your structures in your brain to react a certain way. It's painful to change it. It's but, but you can change painful. But yeah. you can change it. Yeah. You want to react. And sometimes you react and you can change it at some point. Maybe you couldn't stop it right then, but with practice you can build build a new bridge and right. react differently. Right, because it is programming. I mean, look, if you most people understand how people are brainwashed, what they don't realize is that they are brainwashing themselves. And when I started putting dominating your mind together, you know, I, I started looking at the things that people used to brainwash themselves with, right? And that is, I'm always running late. Well, that's you know, that's your story. That's your belief. That is. That is something that, that's a standard that you've allowed to happen. But, of course, what do we, you know, that person reinforces it by saying, I'm always running late, I'm always running late, I can't ever seem to, to get caught up. Well, if you say that enough times, that, that becomes a belief. And it doesn't have to be grounded in fact. We have a lot of beliefs that make no sense. There are people, there are over a million people that believe that, believe that the world is flat. And there's literally millions of people that believe that we never made it to the moon. That's true. I so, mean, that's true. People believe yeah, that. I know you meant. So, I mean, that's true. That's true. People so our beliefs have nothing to do with facts. We all, we all, you know, there's people who are afraid of tight spaces. There are people who are afraid of, of um, you know, getting on an airplane, things of that nature. Heights. Heights. So bottom line is we say to ourselves, certain words, certain phrases, we put ourselves down, we emotionally and verbally abuse ourselves so much, and if we are aware of that, we can correct it. Back to what you're saying, it's a little bit at a time, and sometimes uh, rehearsing phrases and forgiving yourself, and, you know, and sometimes you got to have to, you kind of have to lie to yourself a little bit. For example, I'm always on time, may seem really weird to somebody who's, who's used to being late, but they start saying, and I'm always on time, I'm always on time. I leave 20 minutes early to get there on time, or I leave an hour early to get there on time. And after a while, that becomes a reality. And then they, they're no longer known for being late. 
And if somebody mentions it to you and says, hey, man, you're always running late, you say, well, you know what, I'm changing that, or I, I'm not, you know, I'm no longer running late. And so, uh, but like you said, it takes work, and sometimes it's painful. Yeah, and you bring up a good point. I've noticed is that, uh, for me anyway, I've read a lot of, I'll mix these up, memes. Memes, yeah. yeah that uh, say things like, uh, if you listen and take in what everything's being said around you, it'll, you need to be stronger than that. Right. I say you stop as much as you can coming in because it's such a, a battlefield. Maybe you don't need to battle that constantly. And so if people are being negative around you, I, if, around me, I correct it right then. Hey, hey, don't talk to me like that. Right. Don't say that. You're right. I've been that way in the past. And I address it. Right. And that's good. I just kind of, I stop it because a lot of the time those voices, those memories, they run in your head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I am always late. I mean, if we're using that as an example, yeah, I, I, I never work out or yeah, I'm broke all the time or whatever. Right. Right. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. doesn't matter. You're right. You're right. So I, I'm guessing that you talk about that, you know, bring it back to your book. You talk about that dominating your mind because the title fits that perfectly, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Dominating your mind. Free at dominating your mind. I mean, you actually, you know, thinking about it, you brought that up to me a couple, two, three years ago about people being around me that were negative. Right. Negative space. And that's part of dominating your mind. Yeah. You can adjust your friends so they treat you differently, or you can adjust your friends. So they're not treating it at all. They're out of your life. They're out of your life. And sometimes, I'm glad you brought that up. Sometimes, you, you know, and this is difficult because you might be married to somebody who's negative. And, and so that's a little bit more difficult to deal with. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm grateful I don't have that situation. Uh, but, you know, I've, I've, I have clients who have that situation. It's, just, it's a little bit, it's very difficult in some cases. But to the, to the extent that you can, you just got to cut people out of your life. And the reality is that 95% of people in your life now probably add zero value to the equation. You know, I'm surprised that when I'm on Instagram live here that, uh, that it doesn't stop my phone from being a phone. But anyway, so, uh, but again, back to you said, you know, it's painful sometimes. You just got to do it. There's just, there's no easy solution. And that's why you have to have a goal that's kind of daring and scaring and distinctive. So if your goal is to um, lose weight, let's go back to that. Let's say you want to lose, you know, 30 pounds or you want to get in great shape, then you can't be around people who are constantly eating junk food and maybe making fun of you because you're changing your diet and trying to uh, better yourself. Um, Sometimes you just got to leave those people alone and, They'll come around, or that void will be filled with positive, like-minded people. Doesn't sound very good. Very good. So this is Bert Martinez. If you'd like to, uh, you're doing a show with someone tomorrow, is it? You were talking yeah, about. Yeah. So uh, you're talking about fear. Yeah. So uh, Brandon Tyler Webb. Brandon Tyler Webb is a uh, former Navy SEAL. And he's going to be on, we're going to be doing a, a Facebook live program tomorrow. Uh, and uh, you can find it here on Facebook live. 
or on Instagram, maybe. But definitely on Facebook Live, you can go to my page, Bert Martinez. It might be Bert Martinez Fans. And, uh, or you can go to BertMartinez.com um, and uh, find, it there. find it there. Yeah. Good. What's the name of your show? Money for Lunch. Money for Lunch for the, is, is, my, uh, is, is the name of the show. Yeah. So when did you come up with Dumb? I came up with Dumb because I was tired of, of uh, smart goals. Well, good. Uh, because I, I like... Uh, so you were feeling so dumb. And it was like, oh, let me try this. <laughs> well, uh, so um, I wanted to come up with an acronym that was uh, mine and that I could trademark and that I could market and, and build a platform around. So I came up with dumb. And, um, and, and Well, that's kind of dumb. That is kind of dumb. I mean, so and, uh, not only dumb, you know, but dumb yeah. And uh, I... I started with a program called Dumb Selling, which, uh, in, and again, that's a different acronym. Um, but uh, the sales environment has changed a lot. And I think that, you know, the, the talented sales pro is going to be disarming. That's the first D in Dumb Selling. It's disarm your prospects, make mm-hmm. them feel like they're your friend versus, you know, making them feel like they should run for their lives because you're a salesperson. Um, and uh, anyway, so there is, um, what do you call it? Uh, my team and I are developing this platform based on dumb and dumb selling. And uh, we're looking forward to, to releasing it in 2019 and looking to, uh, uh, one of my big goals this year is to sell a, and let me rephrase it. I want to attempt my, I want to pitch a million dollar deal. And in order to pitch a million dollar deal, I, I said this earlier, you got to build the value in that. Yeah. And, and you got to find the clients who can afford to write you a million dollar check. And I'm going to, I want to pitch more than one of them because chances of the first client I pitch a million dollar deal to is probably not going to say yes. They might. I'm, I'm pretty persuasive. But I'm going to pitch it to 10 different clients. Hopefully, one of them will say yes. Boom, my million-dollar check. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. So that's, that's my big personal goal, not to be in any way, you know, trying to brag or anything like that, uh, but just really wanted to be super daring. This is a little scary but very exciting to me, and um, it keeps me up at night. So anyway. oh, that's good. Uh, maybe, maybe that's good. It is. Yeah. You know, when, when you have a goal, that's kind like, no, but if you have a goal that's exciting and keeps you up at night, you're probably on the right track. That reminds me of my question. Okay. Where do you gauge it? I want to lose a hundred pounds this month. That might be unhealthy and bad. Yeah. That I want to lose 30. Well, but where do you, where do you put that line? Where do you figure out? Like, like when you're going for like an Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of life, where is it that, Oh, I'm going too far with this. Or I'm not going far enough. Where is your threshold between healthy, unsafe, and uh, just be blazing through to actually get to your goal? Because you, there's, you know, I've noticed a balance. Sure. I, I mean, not, not quite a balance, but there's a, there's a point something will break, and it's not a good thing that you failed because it will break everything, and you might not be able to go on. Right. Well, I think I think the answer to that is. Uh, is you have to you, you don't know how far you can go until you go that far 
And sometimes things break and, and you just have to recalibrate. So mm-hmm. if somebody wants to lose 100 pounds in a month, that is probably not going to be healthy. You definitely want to get some medical advice on that. Could you lose 100 pounds in a year? Absolutely. In a year or three months, still be a lot. Yeah. Right? So I'm not saying go lose weight yeah. in three months. I'm just saying where is it that you figure so, out, oh, that's wrong, that's too much. So when it comes to things like dreaming big, I think – the mind's the limit because we see people come here all the time who have limited education. Sometimes they barely speak English and they crush it because they, they just keep going. They have, first of all, just have this crazy dream, this mm-hmm. ridiculous dream mm-hmm. and they make it happen and they don't know that they're not supposed to make it happen. They don't know that they're breaking all the rules. And, you know, and, and so when I started speaking, one of, one of Arnold's things is break the rules. Yeah, try right. yeah. One of Arnold's rules is break, break the, rules. the rules. Right. Yeah. And so when I started getting into speaking, I had a lot of people tell me that I should speak for free for the, you know, for the first year. And I just thought that was the craziest thing I'd ever heard. I mean, I could see speaking free, you know, a couple of times, but for for a whole year. And then, uh, and so I was uh, part of a, of a group. I'm not going to mention their name. And, and so that was a lot of the advice I got was to speak for free. Um, And when they found out that I, that I wasn't speaking for free, that I was getting paid. Uh, a lot of a lot of people told me that I was doing it wrong. <laughs> no, I love that. Yeah. I love it when people tell you you're doing it wrong when you're getting results. Right. It's really about results. It is about you're results. You're doing that wrong. You're not doing it the right way. I'm like, I'm getting results. Yeah. And I can't do it your way for some reason. There, sometimes there's, from my experience, sometimes there's a barrier yeah. for me to do it. That, that way, way yeah. or the right way, and the only other option is not to do it. So I choose to do it my way, like Sinatra's song. I did it my way. That's right. Um, so, yeah. But th- that's kind of what I hear from Schwarzenegger, what I keep saying about successful people. You fit, you do it your way, and you're not absolutely insane right. about it. Well, it, and but you have to be a little crazy. Yeah, ha- I think you have to be maybe even a lot crazy. You know, in the book Dominating Your Mind, I talked about Elon Musk, and so Elon Musk has enough money to launch his um, his rocket three times, and he launches it the first time and it fails. Launches it the second time and he fails. Launches it the third time and it fails. Mm. And so he's on the verge of bankruptcy. Right now? No, this oh, is when he, this okay. is back then, um, and so. Um, he is, uh, I can't remind out of that. And so, um, it sucks that bad. Yeah, like, as we learned tonight, yeah. it's like, what happened? So bottom line is he, at the last minute was able to get enough money, launch that rocket ship a fourth time, land it perfectly. Cause that's where all the disasters were happening. Then, and he got a million dollar contract from NASA Within the week after he landed, multi-million dollar, billion. Oh, I thought you said million. Oh, it was a billion dollar contract. And you said one million, so I was like, yeah. So a billion dollar, a billion dollar contract. Yeah. yeah. And so, bottom line is, he was. People told him he was crazy. That he was going to bankrupt. That blah 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 blah. So sometimes you have to be crazy. It, it goes back to again your belief and your behavior. So he believed in himself that no matter what, I'm going to make this work, and he mm-hmm. did. Richard Branson has a lot of stories like that. He's yeah, done a lot yeah, of crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so I think that you have to be crazy. And what I have found out hanging around people like Schwarzenegger and some of these other big achievers is that 
my level of thinking. I think I'm thinking big, and then you get around these other people, and you realize I'm I'm a little pussy. So I'm like this. So I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna bring up something about Vivian. But I was gonna say you should end this. Yeah. You might lose it. See you guys. Bye. Bye. We're running out of time. Take care. We're still on Facebook Live and uh, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and iHeart. Hi guys. Um, the, the owner of Vivint, I forget his name, but Grant Cardone. Remember that event? Grant Cardone flew in and they yeah. did a sales thing. It was open for everybody. And he, it's a billion-dollar company. But he was hanging out with people bigger than Vivint, home, home arena, and he was realizing how small he's been thinking and how much he could be doing. And now, after getting to the point of just a billion-dollar company, he can really start thinking big. Yeah. And he, in his level, was like, what am I doing? Right. You know? Because he's meeting people at a higher level even, and he's like, wow, I can't believe I've been thinking so small. So small. And it's crazy, it, isn't it, it? It's amazing. Uh, and that's what one of the things that getting around a mastermind is so helpful. That's why it's, it's, it's worth paying it's worth paying around, uh, getting around these, these people because it'll change the way you think. And if you change the way you think, you will change your life. And, and that's really what it comes down to, that whatever level you're at, whether you're doing uh, you know, 50 grand a year, 500 grand a year, $5 million a year, $500 million a year, all of that could change by changing your thinking, by up-leveling your thinking. And, and that's really what it's all about. I mean, you get – you know, you get you get a group of people that uh, that are big thinkers, and, and you you accomplish a lot. Mm-hmm. And they treat you in a much different way. I've noticed. Yeah. That I think crazy a bit sometimes, and then some of the people around me are not thinking that. So they're like, "What are you doing?" It's almost it's not quite. They love me and believe in me, but it's almost like that crab mentality where the you crab tries to get out of the bucket. And the other crabs in the bucket will grab the other crab and pull it down. Right. That's a, that's a story you'll hear sometimes. Some people, not everyone has heard it. Right. 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 Um, it's standard. You leave the bucket open. You don't lose the crabs because they won't. They can't get out. Right. There's some of that I've known. Some of it is just they don't understand that way of thinking. Because if you tell people how much you're making per month and you're going to make this much money this month or next month or in a few months. They can't comprehend it because they're making their 100 grand. I'm not saying 100 grand, but we used that earlier. 50 grand a year. Right. How can you make more? This is your, this is your lid. And I say, no, no, this is my lid. There is no lid. I right. know that. Now, I might not have the, the correct place or area or whatever, but I'm clear. Yeah. I'm clear about that. You know, the experience I've had with my parents and watching things and seeing them come back to life, basically. It made me clear the mind is so powerful. Being positive is so powerful and going for that goal. Right. And that's why you came up with dumb. Yeah. And, and just to, you know, to further illustrate how powerful the mind is, there is a story, you can Google it, where a gentleman uh, froze to death because he got locked inside a, uh, a refrigerator truck thing, whatever it's called. Uh, and so this is a refrigerator, refrigerated what do they call it? A refrigerated trailer? I think it's what it's called. Anyway, so he got locked in there, and um, they found him dead the next day. Uh, he had he had all the uh, 
signs of somebody who froze or whatever. Uh, but the refrigerator was never on. Really? Yeah. So so he made himself freeze. freeze. Because he knew that he was in a refrigerated truck or trailer, and, and therefore his belief was so powerful, so powerful that he, he had all the signs mm-hmm. of frostbite or, or whatever it is, and 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 so the mine is the ultimate limit. It's the ultimate limit. It's not the sky; it's the mind. And so if it you really are, yeah, if, if you can dominate your thinking, if you can dominate your mind, you will dominate your environment. You'll dominate your emotions. You'll dominate. Um, your world, you'll create whatever reality you want. You'll have the biggest impact on your people around you. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, you get, you know, you, you start thinking bigger and better and your belief starts to grow and, and just amazing things happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you very much, Bert Martinez, for being on our show. You bet. Uh, remember to look up Bert Martinez at bertmartinez.com. He has a show, uh, Money for Lunch. And it's moneyforlunch.com, right? Moneyforlunch.com. Those sites look awesome. I know I used to Thank give you. you crap about it. They're like off the hook now. I look at them like, wow, I need to get my website looking like this. This is awesome. This is me swiping, you know, on my phone because what is that? Like 80% of people look on the yeah. phone now? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um and uh, what kind of services do you provide for your clients? Sounds like you do some life coaching. I don't, I don't no, mean to, I, I don't, don't, I don't, do I don't coaching. do any life coaching. Okay. What do you do? I, 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 uh, I, I said that because of dominating your mind. Right. What do so you do? Uh, my area is basically uh, marketing and business. That's it. I, and You're, so okay, uh, really uh, 80% of my consulting is focused in the area of sales and marketing. Uh, and about 20% of it is in business structure, meaning how the, or, the organization, organization is put together um, and things of that nature, the, the, uh, uh, the workflow of the business, things of that nature. But most people can figure that out if the money's coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who really cares who the CEO is if your company is, can't pay the bill? Nobody cares. Uh, but, uh, you know, if all of a sudden you can take your business and start scaling it, uh, then, every, again, everything changes for you, the employee, the company. And I was talking to somebody, uh, Molly Grubb. Molly Grubb said something that I really like. Your business is either scaling or failing. That's true. It's, there's I've no standing that. still. I've there's no standing that. still, really? right? So it's either growing, scaling, or failing. And so uh, that's basically it. And, and um so besides uh, the consulting work that I do, then I have some online stuff that people can get involved with. Uh, I do have a podcast uh, program and uh, a marketing program. So, but that, that's basically my area is, is sales and marketing. I think everything is is revolving around. You're sales talking about money for lunch, or you have something else? I don't know. But... No, it's just uh, online programs. Uh, in other words, oh. if you wanted to learn how to do a podcast, oh, okay. you can buy my podcasting sure, class. Sure. If you wanted to learn how to create an ad that works, you, you would buy my, on, oh, uh, good, my good. online course. Well, they can find that all at BertMartinez.com. Yep. Products. Hey, Bobby, Carl, and uh, whoever else is watching, I can't see. Thank you guys for watching and listening to the Ultra Perform Show weekdays at 5 o'clock. We started a little bit early today. I go out different locations around the nation and the world, and sometimes right at home at Salt Lake City. So if you're interested in being on the show, let me know. Thank you guys very much. See you later.
And goodbye, everyone, on Blog Talk, iTunes, and iHeart. Have a great day. Bye.